Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican intellect, the real 144,000 that's being gathered this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I am your host, the intellectual and in and this is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing memorable and forgettable events in your life. I know that's an unusual title. Somebody even thought that I meant unforgettable and not forgettable. But I meant just that, memorable and forgettable events that take place in your life. Memorable are the things that are meant to make an impression in your mind for future reference. Forgettable ones can either go into the category of things that were so horrific, things that were so embarrassing, things that were so you know, awful that you forced it into a state of darkness, into a state of forgettability. You made sure that you created, you made that memory or you rendered that memory, that um, negative memory. You labeled it forgettable and you filed it away in the darker spaces of your mental reservoir in the darker spaces or the uh, unclear spaces of your brain because you have parts in your brain and your neurotransmitters that you tend to fade out in time. Certain memories, like for example, you will make certain things in your mind go away if they were not flattering moments for you. We all have plenty of those. We all have plenty of moments where things did not flatter us in the way we thought, things that happened to us, things that we would like to forget, and things that we have forced into a state of forgetting or the state of forgetfulness. We are forced into that state. There is something that you can do with your mind to make your brain unremember things. There is something you can do, or at least store it someplace where you don't have active Recall to it. Y'all follow what I'm saying? You don't have active recall to it because if you have active recall to the forgettable memories or the memories that you want to be forgotten, if you have active recall to it and it was that traumatic, you will tend to upset the flow of your forward motion. So there's certain things that you have to force into a state of forgettability. You have to force them in. I don't know if that's a word, forgettability, but... You know, I'm bronze and I said so and I can make that word because it fits with this, you know, forgettability. White man does it all the time. But y'all get where I'm going with this. We want to make these things forgettable in our lives. You see, certain things that happen in your life that, you know, are memorable in your life, that is meant to burn a lasting impression in your mind. You know, the first time you've seen your children born, the first time. You said you loved someone special in your life. The first time you had your, you know, sexual, your first sexual experience, right? And if it was a bad one, that might go into the forgettable pile. That might go into the farther outreaches, you know, of your memory, and you'll try to basically hit the erase button and the mental erase button, right? But if you go deep enough, you're going to recall it, right? If you go deep enough, you will record, record it. 
the mind, if it is in alignment with the brain, can do some amazing things. I'm going to say it again. The mind, if it is in alignment with the brain, squarely in alignment with the brain, then it can do some powerful things. You can literally delete memory. You can delete some of your memory. Same way you do it for a computer. You can delete memory out of your brain so that you just totally forget about it. Right? You can delete it. You can recall it. Right? You got things that might have happened to you the other day that you like, damn, I can't remember. It might have been it might have been one of those memories where it was like that powerful. You're like, damn, I can never forget about the next thing you know, you don't even remember it no more. You're like, damn, I don't even, I, I know something like that. And then who knows, years later you might end up recalling or minutes later you might recall it. Because the minute you release it from your brain, the minute you let it go out of your brain, it, it's going from your neurotransmitters, it is like literally zapped out, put in a place beyond your reach for it mentally. But then somehow you might end up recalling it, pulling it back in, right? You might have to go into a deep form of hypnosis to get it because that's possible. Hypnosis on a certain level is possible, but what they don't tell you is Sometimes drugs are needed for that, which is why I say no hypnosis. They don't they don't tell you that they put you under through drugs. Right? They get you to hallucinate and do things like that from certain plants and things, like from, from concoctions that they put together. But drugs is key right? to drag certain memories out of your brain and into the scope of your mind. All right? You ever see when these people are on heroin and hot drugs that are down gray drugs, things that down your uh, memory, they start remembering all kind of stuff, right? They might start remembering all kind of stuff, stuff they didn't want to remember because it's like they're going to a sleep state, into a dream state. You see when they're nodding out and stuff like that, and that stuff is all being recalled in their memory. It's all being recalled in their memory when they're doped out sometimes, right? You might see some dope fiends. You ever see some dope fiends? Like, they'll be nodding down the street, and then all of a sudden, some of them will start crying. I mean, y'all seen that. I've seen that a lot of times. They'll start crying out of nowhere. They'll be nodding out and start crying because they probably recall in a bad memory something that they wanted to forget. They might have went into a place they tried to forget about, and they don't forget. They don't recall something was horrific in their life. They start crying, Right? Start talking to people that they didn't even hear, having conversations with people that they done died a long time ago, ain't even there no more. You see, so stuff like that happens. You see, that happens, right? Screaming about stuff, things like that, things that they had experienced, things that they were trying to forget. But sometimes, what they don't realize is those drugs, like heroin and things like that, it helps. It starts to resurface old memories. You see, when they're in their sleep state, they'll resurface those bad memories, those things that they want to forget, right? That's why, remember that movie, remember that movie, Get Out, what the white woman did, right? Then she offered him a cup of tea before she put him under, I think, she, and she was stirring the tea or something like that. I think she offered him something to drink. That was drugs in the drink, man. If I'm not mistaken, they offer you tea, something liquid where they could drug you, right? Then you sit on the couch, 
and you go into hypnosis and you start talking about your past and you start drifting into things and whatnot, you start getting drowsy, you go under. Right? Like a dream state. But you have memories that are stored by priority of your mind. You have memories that will be stored by priority of your mind, meaning that what is priority, right, what is priority mentally to you gets stored as such in your mind, in your memory, things that you utilize to focus. Then you got things that are not so important that go in a pile of forgettable, you know, thoughts and ideas they, that go in that forgettable pile, but you can always have access to them. Then when you want to bury something very, very deep, Whereas you don't want to reach it again I'm talking about where you was embarrassed Some things you don't even want to talk about Or things you don't blot out of your mind That's possible That is possible Because all Memories Because imagine if you can remember Every every aspect of your life From the time you were born to now Every day, every second of your life Of course not Of course not But those memories at those times Were significant even if they were small memories and whatnot, but you are not meant to remember everything that you experienced from the time you were born to the time you was in first grade, second, third, third. You might remember certain uh, uh, events that stand out, but your mind works. Your mind works like how let me. I'm trying to explain this. Your mind basically takes all of the important data. You see what I'm saying? Your mind. Is trained to sift all the important data. That's why you're not meant to remember from the time you you was come you come out the womb. You know this, that, and the third. Every day after that, how your day was, day after day after day. You know how much that's too much to remember. That's too much. It's useless data, right? So you have a disposal button in your brain for useless data. The things you see every day, you like you see it, you scope it, and you keep it going, you keep it moving. You don't give it a second thought. You see, I'm pretty sure you can't remember what you was doing seven years ago on January 14th, 13th, you know, whatever. You can't remember that. You're not supposed to. You're only going to keep that which is necessary to store for future reference or later memories, things that make an impression. And then those things, being able to make an impression in your mind, make a memorable impression in your mind, it all gets filed away as experience in your life. It all gets filed away as experience. So when you are able to, you know, pass on a lesson, say to your children or a friend or whatever, somebody close to you, you can recall those moments, that memory in which you went through these things that you want to now share with them to help them and aid them in their life because that's how your mind works. That's how your mind works when it is in alignment with your brain. Because a lot of people's minds are not in alignment with their brain. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that their thoughts are off. You see, their thoughts are off. See, when you have off thoughts, unnatural ways of thinking, that means that your mind or what is supposed to be the mind which is projected onto this planet is out of sync with your brain. In other words, you know what's right and what's wrong, but you don't have a, or I should say you might not even know what's right and what's wrong, or you have an idea, but you're not linked in to logically have a, 
you know, uh, uh, follow through on that. Because the whole point of having your mind linked with your brain is so that you can follow through on motions that come through physically. You see, your mind is locked in with your neurotransmitters of your brain. So if that connection cuts out or if it's off in any kind of way, you got a lot of people who bugged out of their minds. That's the term bugged out of your mind. When they say you out of your mind, why do you think that term is used, you out of your mind? Because you're not in alignment with your brain. Your brain is not in alignment with your mind. You see, your brain is functioning as far as you doing the daily necessary things like eating and sleeping and walking and talking, but the limitations on those motions are limited. You're not capable of extended thought. So you might store your memory different from other people. You might store your memory your memories as you got people who store memories that are so unimportant, so minuscule. You got people who actually tell you about insignificant stuff in their life. You got people like that. You're like, damn, you remember that? You ever hear them? You're like, damn, you remember that? Damn. You know, and they remember all the insignificant things, but the major things they don't remember worth a damn. You see, you got people like that because they're 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 not in alignment with their brain, their mind or with the, how they're supposed to receive is not in alignment with their brain. So their thoughts are off. They're not centered. You see, they're not aligned. Okay? That's real. So people try to get you to, you know, sync up, or your brain will always try to sync up with your mind and as far as memory goes. Right? Your brain will try to sync up with your mind. You got certain people who have impeccable memories. They can remember the things down to, you know, even though a lot of them, that's, you know, that's more of a, a brain function than a mind one. You see, you can store things in the brain. Like a lot of these people who got good memories, especially your humans, they store things in the brain. They don't really have a mind connection or a mental connection. They don't. Right? They don't really have a mental connection. So they store things in their brains. They store things in their brains and their neurotransmitters. You see, again, you have access to extended things, the higher things that are beyond the three-dimensional realm when you are mentally connected to your, you know, to a higher level of thought. That's fourth dimensional and beyond. Like I said, your humans don't really have minds. They have that mental as in three-dimensional stage that's, for the most part, on the same level as animals. You see, they're more people that store brain. That you know, they store. You know, they they have the brain to store thoughts, three dimensional thoughts. But the true mental is an extension into the upper dimensions. So this is the difference between those who can just you know sustain regular thoughts and things like that, and those who have who can have greater memories, and those who have access to, 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 to higher mental capabilities, this is the difference. You see, there's levels to it. There's levels to how you store your thoughts and how you store them, where you store them, and why you store them, and why you're not meant to remember everything that happens in your life. You see, your movement in the world has to continue. 
And why I say that about your movement in the world, meaning how you got to get through life, how you have to function, whether you have children, whether you have to earn a living, your movements in life, you can't allow, or mentally, depending on how strong you are, you can't allow a set circumstances of memories and things, things that took place in your life to stop your emotion, your emotion, your movement, because your mind becomes that strong and your brain becomes that resilient, whereas you're going to push things to aside. You're going to push things out of your mind so that you can get through, so that you can make your body move, because you got people who literally become paralyzed by traumatic experiences. They literally freeze and they track. They literally start to fall apart, you know, with traumatic experiences, and you have to be able to move forward with that. You have to be able to move forward no matter what. You have to for a state of life and for the humans, a state of survival. You have to push forward. Like I said, you got certain people who can't do that, and what happens? They have mental breakdowns. They have mental breakdowns because they don't know how to exhaust that memory or let that memory go that keeps them from moving. They don't know how to do it, you see. They don't know how to let those memories go. And like I said, you see them, they go crazy every day. They lose it every day. They locked up in psychiatric wards. Right? They out, end up on drugs out here in the streets. You see, because they was trying to forget those memories that had a heavy impact in their life. But see, like I told you, what do drugs do? The drugs make them remember. You see, make them remember even deeper. Because it puts them in that dream state. You see, it makes them remember even deeper. But by that time, they so addicted to the high, whether it be heroin, because it's mainly heroin. You see, because a lot of these so-called black men back in the days, a lot of y'all went to heroin because y'all wanted to lose yourself and you wanted to forget something that hurt or something traumatic or some pain in your life. You went to that. But all it did was a lot of times it amplified that. You see. Because they didn't know how to what they what they they didn't know how to store those memories away. That's a hard thing to do to be able to function and store those memories away. So they need something to help the at least they think it's going to help in storing that memory elsewhere in their mind so they can lose themselves. That's why they get high. This is why they get high. They're trying to store that memory elsewhere so they're not in pain, they're not thinking about it all the time, they're not crying, they're not sad about that. So, you know, people are either going to naturally find a way to store away the memories into a state of that forgettable or that forgettable pile of memories, or they're going to try and use some kind of drug to help them forget. The things that you want to remember are the things that you, you know, you take pictures of, you write down, you, you you keep the story or the account of what happened and the things you don't want to forget. You keep them in rotation. You keep them in motion. You keep them going just so that you can have that memory. You put that memory in the minds of people. That's how the beast spreads history. You see, it's not how the beast spreads history, how the so-called white man spreads history is because he keeps telling the same story over and over and over and over and over again in rotation. To, and when you go through school and whatnot, what is he doing? He's teaching you the same thing over and over about American history, George Washington, because he's trying to store that memory in the heads of the children. 
like I said, it's why we know about this history because he's been installing this idea in our minds since we were born. So there was a form of programming us by memory. School is a form of program by memory. They're not, you're not being educated in nothing. You're not learning anything. You're being programmed by memory in school. You see, they program you really for that time to remember what it is they taught you. Then notice right, like right after you leave, you you barely don't remember any of that stuff they taught you. By the time you're ready to leave high school and all this stuff, you don't remember none of that stuff. I challenge people right now to really do a show or do uh, uh, trigonometry and algebra uh, equations like so on a regular thing. I challenge people to just do that on a regular. Nine times out of ten, you're not. Nine times out of ten, you won't be able to because your mind had already stored those memories as just important for that time. Like, for example, you put when you was in school, you put all your energy into studying for a test, right? You studying for the test, and your mind took in all the memory for that time, and then you made it stay with you by constantly repeating it, memorizing it. You were trying to make it stay with you, even though you probably weren't even interested in it, but you tried to make it stay as long as you can make it stay by constantly repeating, repeating it, hearing yourself say it out because you were trying to make an impression with what you were studying. You were trying to make that impression within your brain, within your neurotransmitters so that you could recall it when you needed it for the test. You needed to recall it for the time you needed it for the test. So this is why you kept repeating it and studying it. So it was called studying over and over and over. You saying it, you answering, according to answering, because you was just putting it in your memory for that time to be able to pass that test and move on. And after it was gone, nine, you'll be nine times less forgot about all that stuff you studied because you placed it in there temporarily. You placed it in there for long enough just so that you can recall it when you need it. You see? And you do a lot of things like that in life. You do a lot of things like that in life because the things, for the most part, that you retain are things that you have to do every day. Those are things that you ultimately retain, like a routine. You have a routine you do, so that routine stays with you. You see? Like, I'm going to give you a good example. If a woman might have been a mother, let's say she's a mother, and she had two or three children or whatever, and, you know, she had a routine that she developed with her first child, her second child, third child, and then let's say all her children are grown and she might be in her forties and whatnot. She stopped basically nursing and caring for a child in her thirties. Now she pops up pregnant in her forties or whatever. And she can go right back into that routine, though she may not have raised infants for almost fifteen, twenty years, her children are all grown, she can go right back into that routine because it stayed in her memory. You see, she needed to hold on to that longer than anything. It stayed in her memory. She embedded it in her memory. She did not wish to forget that. She can come into your, her, her, her daughter's house or her son's house and, and go right into mo- mommy mode right there. She can go right into mommy mode right then and there and start taking care of the baby and doing things because she's used to that. You see, that's already stored in her memory. You see. That's already stored in her memory. You see, you store the things in your memory that you need recall, that you need access for. 
right? That's there for a reason. You need recall and you need access to those memories, you see. And depending on how advanced your mind is in alignment with your brain, because that's what truly makes your thoughts powerful, is how aligned is how aligned your mind is to your brain. That's what makes your thoughts powerful. How aligned is your mind to your brain? You see, your so-called scientists, they don't know this yet, but for you so-called Caucasian scientists out there who always ask them the questions about what makes a person a genius, what makes a person intelligent, what makes a person, you know, considered the smartest, whatever, or whatever, highly intelligent. What makes a person highly intelligent is that they have an ability or they have had alignment of their mind or how well aligned their mind is to their brain. How well aligned is the mind to the brain? That's what makes you intelligent. If it is perfectly aligned, the more perfectly aligned it is, the more of a uh, a genius, so-called genius, intelligent person you will be. You will be that. That's what makes you, the things that make you store memory and forget about things that are useless to you because that's a trait of being a powerful thinker too. See, you can't become a powerful thinker by holding on to things that are irrelevant. See, when you hold on to things that are irrelevant, your mind is too clogged up, which then your brain is going to be too clogged up with stuff that's irrelevant. So it's like you weigh down anything, it's not going to function at the level it's supposed to, like a computer. If I got too many files on my computer and I'm not deleting some of these files and I'm not, you know, I don't have, a, 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 um, you know, more memory or however it says, then that's going to slow down my computer. And that is the problem with a lot of people right now, why you don't have people who are more intelligent because they got too much garbage, too much nonsense in their minds, and they're stored in their brains, too many memories and things they can't get rid of, right? This is stored into their brain. So whenever something comes in, they can't, they have a hard time processing it because all the crap that they got going on in their brain that their mind has pulled to them, you see? They don't know how to prioritize. They don't know how to forget about things and how to remember things. When you don't know how to forget about things, things that are unimportant, you can't memorize the important things in your life. You can't memorize them. You can't keep the important things. You, that's what, what they say. What's that terminology? Priorities. You have to know what your priorities are. You see? Like, I'm going to give you a good example. When you were young with these young guys, like they become fathers, a lot of times they'll they don't they don't understand priorities. They'll become fathers, and they might have a thought of a pair a pair of Air Jordans, right? And if it's down between their Air Jordan New Jordans and getting their baby some food or some formula or some milk, they'll come in with the Air Jordans and they'll be trying to you know uh, find a way to hustle or steal something. They'll do something to get some bar money to get the baby formula because. Mentally, their priorities are not straight. Their minds was on those Air Jordans more than on their child. And that's what happens when your thoughts are jumbled. That's what happens. Your priorities go ahead of your, 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 your things that are not priority go ahead of the things that are priority. That's what happens when you are not in alignment with your mind. Your mind is not in alignment with your brain. Things are out of, things are out of, um, how you say, things are out of order. 
things are out of order, things are out of structure. You see, you don't know how to prioritize. Prioritizing is really nothing but placing important things that your mind has stored in alignment together to, you know, get a full-on picture of what how you're supposed to move versus letting things go that serve no purpose mentally. That's what that is, you see. And a lot of you can't prioritize because your mind is not in alignment with your brain. You hold on to more things than you need to mentally. You hold on to more things than you need to mentally. What did I always tell y'all before I said, man, we don't give a damn about no people, place, and possession. Because by giving a damn about people, place, and possession, these things in the three-dimensional realm, by putting it in our minds and our memories and making it priority in our minds and whatnot, we then start focusing on that and we cut off our connection to our higher mental capabilities. We forget about those things because we so focused on lesser things, on lower things. We so focused on people, place, and possession, lower and lesser things. We start prioritizing those things instead of prioritizing what we're supposed to, which is the power, the mental power. All those other things are going to come. That's not nothing to focus on, you see. Like, for example, they get you so-called black people when you go into school. They get you to focus on getting a profession where you're going to get out and get a job. That's not nothing to put your mind on, your memory on. You go into school to study and embed things in your memory just so you can go and get a goddamn job? No. Your mind and your memory is supposed to be for more extensive and greater things. But that gets tossed to the wayside because you got people who have convinced you that your memory and that your mind is for nonsense for the consumption of nonsense. They have convinced you that your mind is for the consumption of foolishness and stupidity and nonsense. Why do you think you got so much nonsense out here and foolishness and stupidity? Why you got people think you got clowns out here, these rappers out here, the little this, baby that, and all this other nonsense because their mind, the stuff they write, because their minds clog with foolishness and stupidity. They store they store things in their memory that are useless to them. You see, they store things in their mind that are useless to them. They store excuse me, I mean they store things. Their mind stores things in their brain that is useless to them, because again, that's what denotes what a one who is a upper mental thinker versus one who is a sub mental thinker. The upper mental thinker they store they they store things in the mind like this, like mental like. Things are going to make you think on a higher level. That's what the, you know, what the upper mental bees, pink, um, beings do. The lower or the submental ones, they store low-level things in mind. Only thing they think about twerking and smoking and just some some nonsense. You see, that's what they think about because they are meant to be submental thinkers. They're meant to be submental thinkers, and all submental thinkers operate in darkness. Mental, they they operate mentally in darkness. Right, they can't really like I said. This is the difference between being able to hear my message and listen to my message. See, anyone who has hearing can hear my message. Anyone, but you cannot listen to it if you are not mentally inclined. If you do not have the ability to store memory, to access it, to 
utilize this memory that I am sharing with you. If you don't have the ability to do that, to make it, store it, and access it so it has meaning in your life and it helps you to grow, then you got no reason at accessing this transmission. You should go and access the submental things. You you should go and access the submental things because that's where your mind is trained to be. Your mind is trained to be looking for that which is submental, connecting to that which is submental, right? And making sure you cut off anything that is dealing with the upper mental. Like you ever notice these people, you know, you try to tell your so-called black people about anything with mental, like our heritage history. I don't want to hear that. But, well, brother, sister, this is for you. Okay, I'm good. You see? They don't see the benefit in this. They see more of a benefit in going to a concert or, you know, just going and burning their brains out with nonsense or whatever foolishness they into. They see more of a value in that because they are the submental people. Submental people, they have enough mental space for low-level things. They have mental space open for low-level things. Anything that's too high mentally, they shut off from. Their minds, right, will not receive certain things because their brain is shut off from it, and meaning they're not going to process anything. They're not going to process anything you're showing them, nothing. They're only going to understand. They're only going to comprehend by memory, by stored memory. Stored memory gives you the power to recall. And that mental discharge that you have in your brain, that, you know, there's a form of discharge where you let certain things go. Right? Certain things you let go, you don't store it in your memory. Right? Even things that may have gotten you angry and upset, you learn not to store them in your memory. You learn not to let them have a place in your brain. Because once it gets into your brain, deep into your brain, a thought gets rooted deep into your brain, it starts to constantly rotate within your brain. Thoughts will rotate in your brain that you've allowed your mind to pull in. And once they rotate in your brain, you can never forget them. They might go away for a while, make a little cycle, but then next thing you know, you could be somewhere and you could be thinking about something totally different, whatever, and next thing you know, something triggers that memory and it comes out of your brain. And you're like, damn, why I thought about that? Damn. You see? Something triggers that bad thought, that bad idea, you know. And sometimes it might happen and you might find yourself getting into altercation after that or because of that. Good example of this. You see guys who say this all the time, like they might have gotten into an argument with a woman or gotten in a fight with their friend and then you know, it might have just been a verbal thing and they might have just, whatever. Then later on, he, you know, that person can just, you know, bump into another person or whatever and they flip out and fire off on him and start flipping on this person. But 
they still there, and that's because and you're like, damn, this person. Like, why are you doing all that? Why is you giving me this move? What, what's your what's your problem? What's your attitude? And that means that they stored the memory from those first encounters that got them like that. They stored that in their mind, or should I say, stored it in their brains? It was stored in their brains. It got embedded deep in their brain. So when they came across the next person all that energy that was unresolved is now spilling out into another situation because they chose to store that negative encounter. They chose to store it in their brains. Once they received it in their minds, they chose to store it away in their brains. And like I said, next thing you know, they jumping on somebody who ain't did nothing to them. They taking it out on somebody. Sometimes they don't kill somebody because they mad at something that happened that had nothing to do with that person. That's how strong those stored memories are. That's how strong those stored memories are. You can become hateful, resentful, angry about stuff and whatnot, and all that comes out because you have unresolved issues in your mouth and your brain. Your brain has not processed these things all the way fully through. So what happens is it goes out as a zero transmission. What do I mean as zero transmission? In other words, it just rolls around in your brain and there is no solving it to move past it. It just keeps rolling around in your brain. It keeps popping up in your memory. And you have not, your mind has not given you the ability and, and your brain has not given you the ability to process the thought think it out and basically discard it or utilize it for anything. You have not been given that ability to do that. And when that happens, when that happens, like I said, you get people who bug out of their mind, they lose their mind. This is really why people have mental breakdowns. They have mental breakdowns because their minds and their brains are just to their brains cannot process thoughts. They cannot process thoughts, whereas they can either utilize it, store it, do whatever they need with it. It just sits there. It just sits there. Like you see crazy people, they have a full-on conversation with somebody who ain't even there. Like they have a full-on conversation with somebody who ain't full. They talking to somebody. Again, you know what that is? That's an unresolved conversation they had in the past that's stored in their memory. That's an unresolved conversation, an encounter, a whatever they had with somebody, and they ain't, they ain't, that person be gone, been dead 20 years, 30, it could be their mother, it could be their father, whoever, and they still having conversations with this person because they ain't been resolved. And all that time, it's just still sitting there. They have not found a way to process it. What happens when your body takes in food and you're not passing it out? Your body begins to break down because you got that food sitting there that's unprocessed. That's the same thing that happened with thoughts. Your thoughts, when they're not processed, when they're not allowed to go through your mind and processed by your brain and passed either kept and held on to or passed out, sent out, stored to someplace else, let it be pushed out, then again, you can you can have a mental breakdown. You can have a mental breakdown, just like your body will have a physical breakdown when it's not processed and it's pushing out the waste matter material and foods and things because once you get the nutrients from it, or if there is any nutrients, then once you... Now, it unpassed through and you utilize everything, every bit of it for what it needs and your body's taking from it, then it's going to pass out as waste. 
It's a machine. Your body's a machine. Your brain is a machine. Your brain processes thoughts. Your body processes food. Food for thought. Hmm? Food for thought. You process thoughts. Your, your, your brain is meant to process thoughts. Your mind is meant to pull in the thoughts. Your mind works as a magnet for thoughts. You see? And your mind pulls them in for your brain to process. And once that process is complete, the memory will either store for future reference for later, for like a lesson you may teach need to teach your children or family member friend, like I said. Or it will be discarded. It will be just discarded. And it might be something you might recall later on in the future at the least time you expect to, you know, retrieve it. Right? That's real. So you always have to keep, um, keep in mind the ability to become forgettable and unforgettable. The ability to process your thoughts as forgettable and unforgettable. You have the ability to do that. You have the ability to do that. Sometimes you might want to process a thought as forgettable, but your brain will not let you do it. You know, your brain won't let you do it. Like, you know, that's like like a lot of these women or these men who can't get over somebody. They've been, they keep thinking, I can't get over them. They can't get over them. They just keep thinking about thinking about they can't get over them. You know why that happens? Because, again, unresolved issues. Their brain is still processing the idea of not being with that person. It's still processing, 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 and it's not fully going through. They might have spent a long time with these people, and their brain cannot wrap around or process the idea that this person is not going to be with you no more. Their brains can't process that. They mind damn sure can. Their mind is holding on to it because if a situation happens and your mind is, you know, is, you know, dealing with the situation, like, you know, in other words, you're mentally dealing with it because it's being thrown at you. you in that circumstance, that situation, and you recording everything through the mind, right? You're seeing everything, you're going through it, you're seeing your mind is recording and taking in everything that's taking place, but then when your mind takes it in and passes it to your brain, to process, your brain may not be able to process it because it's too overwhelming. That person has too much history with you. Like I said, that's that can be likened unto somebody who you just met yesterday or two months from two months ago, or somebody you met and been in your life five, ten years, fifteen, twenty years. You're gonna have a hard time forgetting that person as opposed to that person that you met five years ago, two years ago, three. You know, time. Time is of the essence. Time is process. Time is process. You see, if you have not had time to process this person or this person fully has not processed into your mind and out of your mind, then what has, I mean, into your brain and out of your brain, excuse me. If this person hasn't had the memory of this person has not processed into your brain and out of your brain, that person is always going to be stuck in your brain. You're going to always remember that person. And rightfully so, because certain people are just unforgettable like that. Certain people are very forgettable. You see, you ever had somebody, you'd be like, you meet two guys or two girls, and you'd be like, 
Yeah, and they both were y'all both y'all he was friends with the both of them, but you only really remember one. And the other one you'd be like, Oh yeah, when you with somebody you used to hang around somebody and you used to see you could see these people, both of these people they they hang around, but you remember one person in particular and you don't remember their friend name. And that friend was like side by side. Well, you know, yeah, used to be with my I think you used to be around because they didn't make an impression like that in your mind and in your brain. They didn't make an impression. And when people fail to make an impression, a stronger one is needed. A stronger one is needed if necessary. Certain people are not necessary to do it. All right. Think on that. And we shall be right. I'm going to play. Let me see. Play that. Mm, trying to play something moderate. Anyway, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, Mesoamerican Radio. We'll be back on Saturday with that. Next Saturday, as usual. We'll be right back. <laughs>
memories stored in your brain that are able to be processed into a higher state means that your mind is supposed to be aligned with your brain from the third dimension. Your third, your mind, excuse me, your brain is nothing but a three-dimensional tool. Your brain is nothing but a three-dimensional tool. The brain did not start to show up until the third dimension because the brain needed open access to the mind to process thoughts, to process transmission. Prior to that, brains were not needed. Minds needed to make its way to the people or mental thoughts, transmission. And the mind had to make its way to the brain so that you can receive those thoughts from upper dimensions, you see. But like I said, our mind is out of alignment with our brain in this third dimensional state. Our minds being connection with the upper dimension, the fourth dimension and beyond, a lot of our minds are still out of sync with our brains. See, our brains are synced up to the three-dimensional realm, the two-dimensional realm, right? Our brains are synced up with that. Some of our people, so-called black people, let me put it this way. Black people's brains are not synced up to the three-dimensional realm. It's synced up to the two-dimensional realm. They understand they have certain, a submental idea of what the three-dimensional mind looks like, but they don't even get it, all right? So they can't store any memory from the three-dimensional state because, again, the memory comes from a higher space and it trickles down to those who are able to process it. That's how thoughts work. Thoughts are streamed in from upper dimensions and the strongest minds are the ones that can receive those thoughts and the strongest brains are the ones who can process those thoughts. You see, you have to have an equally strong brain to go along with a strong mind. If you do not have a strong brain to align yourself to a stronger mind because, again, your mind represents that magnetic connection, that magnetic force field that's around your brain, and it pulls in messages from upper dimensions. Though, you, like I said, but the only ones who avoid of that are the humans. The humans avoid of that mental force field around the brain. They avoid of it. I told you the humans work off of animal instinct. They don't work off of a higher mental capability. They work off of a submental one, which is an animal instinct, that need for what? Survival. See, when you have a mental, when you are in a state of mental, you don't have a, 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 a need for survival when you have a need to live because to live is different from, to, different from surviving. You see, animals survive. Advanced beings, common beings, we live. Because we know that there is nothing to survive from because we know mentally that we have been granted eternal life. You see, there's no survival course once you've entered the path of eternal life. There's nothing to survive. We're trying to survive in this three-dimensional realm. Beyond this, there's no need for a survival course. You see, the survival course comes with being around people who are limited in their way of thinking, people who have been relegated pretty much to animals mentally. They've been relegated to that. 
So an animal might do anything to you to survive. They'll rob from you, steal from you, kill you, do whatever, rape you, force you to do things to survive because that's their system of survival by being predators upon other people. That's how humans and animals work. They work off of an animal instinct. Y'all follow what I'm saying? They work off of an animal instinct. So what is stored in the memory of these humans is the same thing that's stored in the memory of the animals, stored in their mental, in their, in their brains, right? It's stored in their brains. And what is that? That's that need for survival, that animal instinct, as they call it. This is from their mouth. That animal instinct is, sto- is installed in the brains of the humans and in the brains of animals and need to survive. We who are of a higher mind, we don't think that way. We only get brought, well, we, well, let me say it like it. We don't think that way when we're in our right state of mind. When we are in a lesser state of mind, the black state of mind is that submental state. Then, like I said, the brain and the mind is definitely out of alignment because your actions don't match up with your words. Your actions don't match up with your words. When your actions don't match up with your words, that means that your mind is out of alignment with your brain because your physical actions are dictated by what? Your brain, by the neurotransmitters that get the messages from the mind, right? And it's supposed to follow up what the mind's doing. But when your mind is not in alignment with your brain, it looks like this. In other words, I know what I'm doing is wrong, or like you might be committing crime or doing something messed up or whatever. You ever heard people say this? They go, yeah, I know what I'm doing is wrong, right? Meaning they know mentally what they're doing is wrong, but physically they can't stop themselves or don't want to stop themselves, you know, physically from doing it. They keep doing it. That's people whose mind is out of alignment with their brain because your mind is supposed to be in alignment with your brain. In other words, if you're saying you know what you're doing is wrong, then you're not physically supposed to be doing it. You're not physically supposed to be doing it. You know, you ever heard a white man make a term, he use the term disembodied, disembodied spirits or disembodied souls, disembodied. He used that term disembodied. Well, you got people who have disembodied, uh, uh, this, you know, this, this, in, I'll just say disembrained. In other words, their brain is out of alignment with their mind. So their thoughts are never in alignment. They're never right. They're always off. They'll have the intention to want to do something because they know mentally it's right, but physically they can't get their body, meaning starting with their brain, to sync up with it. In other words, how they say, I can't wrap my head around that. I can't wrap my head around, you know, meaning they can't get their brain to process the idea of something beyond what they already understand. That's why I said you can explain things to them all day, but they'll never get it. They can't physically accept it. Their brains can't process it. And they'll say, I yeah, know what you're saying. They'll say stuff like, like I had this guy in the Nation of Islam say something say something like that to me. And I didn't realize, I thought he was just bugged out. And he was just being a just being difficult Negro and being a Farrakhanite. But he said, I was explaining something to him, right? And he was like, concerning space and the universe. And all them brothers, they was listening in the store. And he said, brother, what you just said makes sense. Everything you said made sense, but, I'm a, I, but I can't agree with none of it. Okay. Okay. 
I said, well, could you agree? Would you have agreed if Minister Farrakhan said it? You know, he didn't say nothing. I said, okay, there you go. So in other words, your mind or your brain is only synced to hear or listen to Minister Farrakhan. I get that. Your brain is only synced up to listen to Minister Farrakhan. So if the same thing came out of his mouth, you would have accepted it. You'd be like, brother, and you would have been teaching that brother this, you know, according to such and such and such. And such. That's a sad thing. That's sad. Because no man's mind should be uh, um, founded on, no man's thinking should be founded on that of another man's persona. You follow what I'm saying? No man's or woman's thinking should be founded or or predicated on the persona of someone else. In other words, y'all ain't following me, but Menkare's because of my physical persona, because of who I am. You're following me because of the thoughts that I convey and how it brings things into alignment with who you are as a future race of beings. Okay? That's why you follow. You don't follow me because of my my, my persona, my personality, or whatever. That's not what you're here for, and I hope that's not what you're here for. You're here to listen to and follow the words that are going to guide you forward into the future. That's what you're here for. But a lot of people can't do that because, again, what are people? They, people, per, people, place, and possession. They personality driven, or should I say, character driven? You see, and what you stop your brain from processing today ends up being a downfall in your genetic material tomorrow. What you won't allow your brain to process the things that are necessary today will be a floor in your future progeny tomorrow, right? Because you might have needed to hear something or learn something that you could pass on to your children in this message. A lot of people were outsiders or that they could have benefited from being in this community. And you pass on that because it's just not important to you at the time because you have fixed your mind around trivial things here within the three-dimensional realm. You fixed your mind on people, place, and possession. So, the mental empowerment of our people coming forward does not register to you in the brain. In your brain, it doesn't register. You'll say stuff like, yeah, you're right. We need to come together. We definitely need that. But then when it comes, all right, you ready? Um, yeah, I need some time. I, I, yeah, I'm going to get back to you. on. Okay. Well, you can't make your body move with your mind. You cannot make your body move with your mind. You cannot wrap your mind around this which is being given. All you could do is listen, or you could do is listen and shock and be like, wow, I like this and this, that, and the third, and because, you, you know, you pretty much, these people become paralyzed in their actions and their work, you know, they stopped in their tracks. That's what happens when you hear something and you just like mesmerized by it and you're just listening and you just can't really process it and make, you know, bring yourself in alignment with it. You can't do it. And that's because, again, when you got people who are not able to store memory into the brain that is useful to them and disregard memory that is useless to them, you got a whole bunch of people who have nothing but foolishness in their minds. They have nothing but clogged space in their brains. Their brain is clogged with space, with, with um, with their brain is clogged with 
you know, encounters and stored ideas and things and thoughts and things that don't matter. Things they cannot process, things they cannot move out of their minds, things they cannot pass out of their out of their bodies. It's thoughts on how to work and utilize these things, these thoughts in their head. You, know? you could be talking to somebody, and like I said, you could be giving them the most powerfulest message or whatever the case may be. But their mind might be on some on dealing who de- they was dealing with some woman they was dealing with some some girls on some guy she was dealing with that's all she's thinking about she ain't thinking about what you just said so therefore her brain does not store what it is you put forward what you try to convey and she has now filed away in the pile of forgettable she filed away in that pile that forgettable pile you see she filed away in that forgettable pile but she'll take everything else and, 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 and commit stupid stuff to memory, or he'll take everything else and commit stupid things, trivial, it, it, uh, nonsense things to memory, but the things that were really meant to make an impression in your life, you file them away in the forgettable pile or you try and forget them because, see, it was above and beyond your level of thinking. Things are above certain people's level, level of beyond, above and beyond their level of thinking and their ability to process things through the brain Right through those neurotransmitters, they're gonna go ahead and forget about it, man. They're gonna try their best to forget about it. They're gonna file it away in the forgettable bit. They're gonna try and toss it away because it may have been too traumatic. They might not have been adults enough to handle what came through or what they had to deal with. They might not have been adult enough to handle that. They might have been too childish, too immature. You see. Because the worst thing you can be in this world, the worst thing that will end up happening to you in this world is your inability to know how to maneuver through this world. See, the people who know how to maneuver through this world, the people who know how to get through this world are the people who know how to process the things of this world mentally. You see, when you're able to process things effectively through your brain by way of the mental and store that which is meant to be memorable and forget that which is meant to be forgettable, then you know what? Your mental capabilities become even stronger. Your mental capabilities become even stronger, so much so that people will be amazed at how focused you are. Somebody made a comment about my daughter. She said she just looks so focused on things, and so, you know, that's because her memory is still new. Her memory's new. You see, all she's storing right now is images of me, her mother, her grandmother, and people she see around. That's all she's storing in her memory. She's just recognizing and familiarizing herself with faces, and she's storming, storing them in her brain. She's storing them in her brain. That's how I tell her. She, she look at me. She smiled at me. I, I could be going for hours or whatever. As soon as she see me, she, I could tell she know me. She she know me now. She's not even talking. She knows me. She knows her mother. You see? And if she don't see, I could tell her, let's say she, if she was ever to go someplace, she would know that and we not there, she'd start crying and losing it because she know she's looking for familiarity. She's looking for what she knows is the people who have stored in her brain as whether she thinks of us as her parents, her guardians, 
who she she's trying to she already figured out in her mind that we have a connection with her and she's come to trust us. You see, she's come to trust us, rely on us, know that we're going to be there. So she has stored us in her brain as useful, and this is why she don't forget about us. See, babies start doing that early. They start prioritizing early. You see, it's, it only it's only time. But by the time they get to a certain age and they don't heard a lot of BS and unnecessary nonsense and you allow them to be exposed to a lot of BS, that they don't know how to do that after time. You see? You see? You know? So, so you keep that in mind. They already start to prioritize early. It's not until time goes and you start to BS them and whatnot and let them be around foolishness and stupidity, that's when they start becoming confused and they don't know how to process thoughts because they got so much that they had to put energy into. And you may not have been effective in telling them that they should not put energy into that. We'll be right back.
certain memories will reappear as time goes when you least expect it. Certain memories may reappear. You may not know why these memories resurface, why certain ideas and thoughts resurface into your brain. See, because what usually happens, if you notice, as you get older, people will claim, you know, you forget more things. But in actuality, you start to remember more things, you see, depending on the um, level in which your mind is in line with your brain. You will start to remember more things as you get older in life, as you become an elder. You start to reach back toward things. You reach into your backlog. Why do you have to become, you know, become more focused on things that you went through? Because now, once you go into that time where you're going to become an elder, you need to recall a lot of the things that you remembered. You need to recall them because now you're going to start to dispatch them as a form of wisdom to younger people who may not have been through or seen what you've seen or been a part of what you've been a part of, but they might need it. So you'll go back and start recalling things, right? Things that you try to forget about that you don't want to talk about. You may have to go back and get them because now you may feel it's necessary for a teaching point, right? You may feel it is necessary to make a point. So when you start to go into that state of recalling things, retrieving things that you thought you long ago forgot about, it's usually for a reason. The reason is to teach a lesson because elders are supposed to teach lessons. The longer on this earth you are, the more that you're supposed to retain your experiences and thus share those experiences with others so in turn they won't have to go through what you went through for the things you wanted to forget. See, you can recall a lot of those forgettable experiences or things that you wanted to forget. You can recall those for an emergency purpose. Your brain can go into emergency mode. You might feel as though, you know what, I have to share something that I don't really want to share with this person, but I have to explain something to them because let's just say, I'll give you a scenario. Let's just say, you about to, as a woman, or you know, you about to lose a guy that you like out of your life, right? And he, you know, it might be because you're not very affectionate or, you know, sexual with the man, right? And you like trying to, you know, you trying to explain to him that it take time and things like that. And then when the man's fed up and he about to leave your life or whatnot because he just thinks you don't care nothing about him or you care, then you might recall or go into a time in your life where you might have been raped or molested, something that you thought you did away with in your mind that you had to put away so that you can function so that you didn't lose your mind. So you might have to go in and recall it because you could have literally put it away in your mind. You got people that bury things so deep in their memory that they can't even remember that. And you might even force it forward in your mind just so that you can explain to this person what triggers that for you to be closed off sexually to that person or anything. You might end up having to go in there and explain that so that there's a better understanding. You see, you can recall memories based on the emergency of those moments. You can recall memories based on the emergency of those moments. 
You see, remember I said things happen to you in life. Things are stored in your memory and stored in your neurotransmitters, things that, you know, you've seen, right? you processed and you put away in your mental transmitter inside these, that's just in your neurotransmitter within your, within the spaces of your brain, things you put away, things you've tucked away, right, for later reference, as opposed to things that were nothing in your life, you know, things that you can't remember. Like I said, you got people that you can't even remember in your life. You got certain people, you know, let's be real like you men. You got women that you slept with that you can't remember you slept with. Like you got women you if you you had if you see these women on the street you might run into these women and she is still in her mind you don't even remember you slept with these women. And you know I always say, ideally people are supposed to you are supposed to remember who you laid down with who you was intimate with, but let's just face it you know the more bodies you got on the on the count more you got on the mat you know a lot of you, uh, men tend to have more than women, and, and in some cases women tend to but you know, you lose count. Because you place people who you've been intimate with in a, you know, in a, depending on the person, in a certain category of your mind. And whether those people will be memorable versus those who will be forgettable. You see, you might have had, you might have had a one night stand with a person, right? And that, that's more memorable, memorable than a damn two year, three year relationship you was in with somebody who you had sex with pretty much every day. You might have had a one-time encounter with that person. You see, that's real. That's very real. Because you store things based on the memory, based on the importance of what took place. That's how you store things. You see, you store them based on how your mind processes, how your brain processes things. That's how you store it. So you should make sure that your ability to process things is at its upper or greatest time and mode. You should make sure that. You should always make sure that your ability, exactly, lasting impression, exactly. You should always make sure that your ability to process things, right, that your ability is always on the level to process the important things and disregard the lesser things, because if not, that's going to slow down your ability to transmit into higher states. You see, a lot of things are meant to be forgettable. Things, A lot of things are meant to be forgettable. A lot of people are meant to be forgettable in your life. You see? And like I said, you probably won't rec- recall them until later on in your life. You see, I had that experience. I had that experience. You see? I had that experience firsthand. I tell you about a person who was obscure to me. We used to meet, we used kids. We used to hang around this guy, Tashawn, right? He was uh, older than us. And we used to sit in his window in the projects. And all he used to do was smoke weed and just talk all the time. He never did. You know, he never tried to do nothing weird with us. He was older. He looked at us like little brothers. He never was weird. And we was just sitting in his window, and he just, like, dispatched wisdom to us and, and smoke, smoke weed all the time. That's why I remember he always used to smoke weed all the time. And he was a little older than us, and he would be dropping knowledge on us and stuff like that. He was like seven, not nine, ten years old and whatnot. So, you know, I ended up seeing him years later, man. Here's somebody who just was like, you know, obscure, but he still had a, you know, small space in the brain. And then I ended up seeing him years later. 
like 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 literally this year, you know, this year in the summertime I saw him, and I was, and I had he popped into my head before I ended up seeing him. That was that's how I know, you know, just me going through that experience could have just been, you know, me knowing that my telepathy and recalling of things is good and that it's starting to work well because I'm like there was no reason for me to, you know, for this person to pop into my mind. You see. There was no reason. You see? So keep that in mind. That's how memory stores. That's how it stores according to you. According to you and how you receive things. How you decipher things. How you dispatch these things out going forward in your life. That's the power of your mind and your brain in sync together, in alignment together. You see, people try to get you in this world, in this 3D world, to separate your mind from your brain. People in the 3D world try to get you to separate your mind from your brain. What do I mean by that? By trying to get you to separate your emotion, which comes by way of your brain. People trying to get you to separate your emotions and your movements from, which is your brain, from the logical and rational thinking, which is supposed to represent your mind, then that means that they're trying to make sure that your movements, your actions are what? Illogical, irrational. This is what they want to, this, this is what you call insane or crazy people. You see, their minds are out of alignment with their brains, and therefore they become illogical and irrational. They become illogical and irrational. Okay? And once that happens, once they are allowed to become illogical and irrational in their behavior, then they become dangerous. They become dangerous to themselves and dangerous to others because their mind does not sync up with their brain. Their mind does not sync up with their brain. And if that takes place, you know, you get people who become delusional. Because that's the offshoot of that. Delusional people, people who think that something is something is one way and it's actually something else. You see, you got a lot of people walking around out here like that, which you call delusional people, whose mind is not synced up with their brain. Like, you know, People, I'm going to give you a good example of this. People don't heard Mesoamerican radio, right? And they heard me talk about the Latino exes not being uh, Mesoamerican, that Mesoamerican is so-called black people. Now, you got a lot of these Mexicans, these Latino exes, they'll get an attitude with me and get pissed off and want to, you know, get get at me because of what I – some of them get mad, pissed off and whatnot. But if I show you the pictures and I show you all the proof and the evidence that these are – so they're going to still, they, they don't know what to say. They'll be frozen. They'll still be finding a reason to be mad because logically they don't have an argument, logically, but emotionally because they know that they were upset and their mind and their brain is not meeting to quell the, or uh, get rid of that whole uh, um, emotional thing. They want to argue about it. They want to get emotional about it. Because that's when the mind and the brain, because once the mind and brain line up, logic and rationale is supposed to take control. 
second rationale is supposed to take control over your actions once your mind and brain line up. And that's what you always want. That is logical, rational thinking and movement. Once that doesn't happen, then, like I said, you're moving like you're crazy out here. You're moving, talking crazy. You're doing crazy things because something is out of sync. Something is out of sync. And when something is allowed to get out of sync like that, it has to be brought back into sync. It has to be brought back into alignment or forward into alignment. And the only way to bring it forward into alignment is by continuously rating your your thoughts, rating your thinking, rating it and putting it in the positions that it's supposed to be put in to, because again, your thoughts are supposed to always think, you're supposed to always think of your thoughts as pieces of a puzzle that are meant to put together a bigger picture. That's how your thoughts are supposed to be. So anything that does not go along with the bigger picture of your life, of your ever-growing life and where you're constantly going forward to, then that's not something you're supposed to be processing. You're only supposed to process memories and thoughts and pieces and experiences and encounters you've had in your life that make you the person that you continue to be. Puzzle, pieces of the puzzle that fit into the ever-growing picture of your life. That's how you keep thoughts and decide with that which is memorable and those things that are forgettable. Am I making myself clear? Am I making myself clear? That's how you determine that which is memorable versus what is, you know, forgettable. All right? So, with all that being said, let me go ahead and uh, read these questions before I get out of here. What are memorable and forgettable events in your life? Events that you are meant to remember for future reference and events that you're meant to forget so that you could move toward those future points without being stuck. You know, a lot of people stuff on stupid in their life because they were not able to process the thoughts and things that came in their life that they were supposed to process or disregard. Why are they divided like this? Because certain things have to be divided in the three-dimensional realm for you to utilize and not be able to utilize. Hell, the thoughts that you may not be able to utilize today, somebody will probably pick up and utilize tomorrow. You see? You try to process thoughts that don't even belong to you. Is it possible to remember everything in your life? No. Everything is not meant to be remembered in your life. You ain't supposed to remember some person that you bumped into and said, excuse me, 15 years ago. You ain't supposed to remember that. So, no, that's an encounter, but it ain't no memorable one. Do we really want to remember everything in life? No, you don't, because it's not necessary. It's not necessary. That's like sitting somewhere and reading a book with over a thousand pages in it, but yet what the real the real gist of the book was in the first ten pages. I want to read them. I'll, I'll I'll take the ten pages over the thousand pages. You see, it's unnecessary. It's clogging up my memory. It's useless. What does this mean in the future evolution of our people? Mental power. Mental power. And that's uh, ultimately what we're supposed to be here for. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkare. This has been Mental Light Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Mm-hmm.